15 second video on TikTok, like I can do that. Okay, then do it. Like, come on, do it for nine years straight. And then we can chat about like how to get brand deals and start getting paid. And then what, right? Like working a nine to five is hard. Having no job is hard. Being a student is hard. Every single job is hard. Pick your heart. Everyone has to do that. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavi, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Guys, I'm so excited for this one because I haven't filmed a podcast episode in almost a month. I have been spending the last two and a half weeks in Europe. I went back home to Romania to visit my family and I hadn't been there in 15 years. It was like insane seeing it all with like adult eyes. Um, and it was so nice just taking some time to spend with family and travel and um, just enjoy some time away from work and school and all of that. Now, of course, I did have to do some content work while I was there because the grind never stops, but it was still nice to kind of get away and I love traveling. This was my eighth trip in eight months, so it was so great to be able to actually go to Europe and do a bigger trip, but now I am back. Um, strapped into work and ready to get back into things. Today was actually my first day of school, the day I'm recording this, not the day it's posted. And that was really interesting. I had like a lot of thoughts going through my brain last night um, before, you know, the first day of school. And I felt a little bit sad because I, you know, I love what I do as a content creator. I love my work and I'm just not in a headspace right now that is really in the head space for school, if that makes sense. Um, I feel like I have bigger things right now that are my priorities in my mind. Of course, school is so important and I, I hope I kind of snap back into it once classes start, but um, I'm just in a different space right now and school isn't my primary focus, um, but it has to be because I have two more years of school and that's kind of why I was inspired to film today's episode because I really want to talk about this topic of is influencing hard? Is influencing a hard job to have? Is influencing harder than nine to five? Is a nine to five harder than influencing? I really want to get into all these details because I myself actually have had the experience of working both a nine to five job full time and also influencing and content creating full time at the same time. So that's why I really wanted to dive into this episode and give you my thoughts because I know this is like a very big topic and a really big debate on social media. You know, influencers are out here saying, no, this job is hard. People who are not influencers say you guys have the easiest job ever. So I wanted to, you know, clear the air as someone who has worked both jobs at the same time, full time for both positions and really give you my opinion on if I think influencing is hard or not. Um, now to give you some context, I did work the last 16 months in the Canadian energy sector. I was a project engineer. I was on internship for the last 16 months and that's why I'm going back to school now. I am currently studying chemical engineering and business, uh, majoring in operations management in school. So I'm taking a five-year dual degree. And uh, with that, there was an additional year to do internship. So I took that opportunity uh, upon myself and I really wanted to see kind of what that corporate life was like working as an engineer. And the position that I got was in the project engineer kind of space, a lot of project management work 
project work. Um, I worked mostly in a pipeline um, transport company. So that's mostly the things that I saw on day to day just to give you on just to give you a little bit of context. And really, I wanted, you know, to kind of talk about my experience doing that because I think I was in a very interesting position. I don't think too many people get to really live, you know, both sides for that long. Um, I know a lot of people, once they kind of start building their career as a content creator, once they kind of get to the point where they could be full-time, a lot of people do kind of leave or quit their full-time job. Um, I am not in the headspace where I am looking to quit school, drop out of school, quit my career as an engineer. Um, if anything, you know, if I wanted to go full-time as a content creator, I definitely could. I'm at a place where I'm very comfortable with the amount of, you know, income I have coming in and stuff, especially as, you know, I'm finishing off school and everything. But for me, it was also very important to have this career as an engineer and have my education. And that's why I'm not dropping out. And I think I could do a full episode on, you know, why I am pursuing, you know, an engineering career and a business degree if I'm a content creator. Like a lot of people ask questions about that because they just get really confused when they see me in both spaces. And I could do a full episode on that topic alone. If you guys want that, let me know because I'd be happy to dive into that because I have a lot of thoughts on that and I think it's a very valuable uh, episode for even other influencers to hear my opinions on this but in this episode we're gonna keep it to just this comparison and kind of my thoughts on that so first off let's talk about you know what we're comparing and I would say that I didn't have the hardest job in the world you know I I think um it's very hard to quantify like a difficult job because I think every job has its difficulties. I can tell you right now, I used to work retail in high school and yeah, that was a pretty easy job. I went to a store, dressed up and sold clothes and cashed people out when they bought their purchases. But there were parts about the job that made it hard. For example, for me, what made it hard was doing the same thing every day, showing up to the store, seeing the same clothes, folding clothes over and over. And when it was slow in the store, oh my gosh, I would lose my mind. The second thing that was hard for me is like, I'm not a standstill person. I'm someone whose brain is always working and I always want to be doing. And in a retail space, I wasn't able to do that. And I found that, you know, just within a few months, I had learned everything I needed to learn. I wasn't able to expand. Um, nothing was exciting me. I knew that I wasn't going to move up within the company at all because even if I was, I'd become like the general manager or something like it wasn't something that I saw myself doing. Now, obviously, most of us, you know, work retail um, throughout high school or university just to get a quick buck and get a paycheck in while we're in school. Now, I'm not saying that if a job like that is really what you want to do, like, is necessarily a bad thing. It's just not for me. I feel like I have a lot more drive and a lot more aspiration than necessarily working a job that's pretty like mundane. I, I don't want to like offend anyone when I'm saying this. It's just like everyone has preferences, right? I know some people I worked with at the job that would not want, you know, any more res responsibility than cashing people out. You know what I mean? Like I was ready for more and I knew that going into the job, but I kept this job throughout high school and university. And I worked there for four years actually at this store at Banana Republic. I worked at Banana Republic and yeah, I remember when I put in my resignation letter and I started working for a biotech company, um, working in research and development and marketing. 
I was so excited because I'm like, this is something new. This is something that, you know, aligns more with my passions and that I actually see my career going into. So that's what made that job hard, in my opinion. Um, also, the fact that I was locked in there, like when you're working a shift job from like, you know, 12 to 8 or 12 to 4 or whatever like you're in that store from those hours you are not leaving you know um having like a 15 minute break having an hour break and literally being timed for your breaks like that is difficult I feel like and that's what I mean when I say this I don't want to say like you know this job is hard this job is hard because I think every job has nuances about it that make it difficult I saw a post the other day actually on my Instagram and I reposted it to my story because it really resonated with me you know it said working a nine-to-five is hard being an entrepreneur is hard having no job is hard being poor is hard you know like every single job is hard being a student is hard but at the end of the post it said pick your heart and that's what really resonated with me because it's like it's very easy to compare and be like you know like you have it easy you have it easy you have it easy like I think everything in its essence is hard it just depends who is actually doing that job and to kind of you know make this a greater example for you think back in like school right um, think back to your favorite subjects. So like for me, math, science, physics, those subjects for me were subjects I really liked. And yeah, they were hard, but because I understood them, I had an inclination towards them. I had, you know, motivation to learn these subjects. I didn't find it as hard as someone who maybe loved English and social studies and arts more that would, you know, not only find the math and physics hard like I did, but they would also find it harder because they had zero interest in these topics or their brain just didn't work in that analytical way. They were more creative, you know? So I think it's very easy to kind of label something as hard or difficult, but you have to really understand perspective in these cases. and. I would say I have a lot of compassion and understanding for content creators as well as people who do work a nine to five job. Now let's kind of get into it, you know, so I worked a nine to five job these last 16 months and let me point out some things that made it in my eyes easier than content creating. First thing being that no one expects you to work 24 seven and I'm gonna, you know, take this with a grain of salt because not every content creator works all the time. You know, there are a lot of people in this space who work very, very hard. And I'm not saying that, you know, other people don't deserve like their following because they work less hard. There's just certain people who will not dedicate 100% their time to their craft. They will make sure to take weekends. Like I know plenty of content creators who take weekends, you know, who have evenings, who have like a nine to five schedule and they revolve their content around that. That is personally not something I do and it would be impossible for me to do that because I was working another job from nine to five, eight to five actually. So the only time I could do content work was in the evenings and on weekends. So if I was not willing to give up and sacrifice my weekends and evenings, I would not be able to do content creation full time outside of this other job. Now I was very used to this dynamic because when I was in school full time, it was the same thing. Like it was school, study, content, school, study, content, school, study, content. And yeah, did my social life suffer because of that? Did my family time suffer because of that? Yes, but I had to make certain choices and sacrifices to be able to reach my goals. And maybe it was, you know, instead of seeing my friends once a week, I would see them every couple months. And that's just the sacrifices I need to make. But just to put in perspective, like there are some content creators like myself who will work every single day of the week. And there are some content creators who say, you know what? 
I'm going to keep my weekends open. I'm going to keep my evenings open and that's fine too. It just really depends the way you want to work. Um, But where I was going with that is most jobs, most jobs don't expect you to work weekends, especially let's say more like entry level um, jobs. Now there are plenty of jobs that make you work 100 hours a week and don't pay you for it. Um, Think anything like in finance, consulting, accounting and even engineering like I knew a lot of my colleagues who were working overtime and stuff like that but at the end of the day you're still expected to you know have some time in the evenings where you're putting your computer away you have some time on weekends where you're spending with family not necessarily thinking about work and I would say that that was a part of the nine to five world that I was like oh this is kind of nice you know you were like you have scheduled free time and I was never used to that because in school you don't have that they put my exams on weekends all the time and then same with content like I was always having to film on weekends because I had school during the week so I was not used to having like free weekends um and although my free weekends were me content creating it was still nice to have like no schoolwork and no studying to do on the weekends so for me it still felt very free but that's like that first thing that I would definitely say and the second thing is you have a more stable idea of your income now of course with any job like you never know you could lose your job one day right like you could get fired your team or um branch of your organization could get like totally reorged like you never know but there is more stability in that than content creating because with content creating you don't know when your next paycheck is necessarily brands pay out and I don't know if some of you guys know this but brands pay out like 30 60 90 days like business days after the project is done and sometimes you're like hunting down brands like to send you like your payment so you never really know when you're getting paid and it's never really like stable it's very slick cyclical you know think of like your big promotion days like Uh, Black Friday, Boxing Day, back to school, start of summer, you know, around then you'll tend to have more brand deals going on. And then if you're getting paid three, four months and like later, you know, it's going to take time to build up that income. And then one month you could be up so much and be like, wow, I made so much this month and the next month because you don't have any payments coming in. You're like, oh, I made no money this month. So there is that like worry. And then also the fact that you are literally you know, your job is to have engagement. Your job is to have uh, followers, have views, have virality, you know, like if, like that's not gonna happen in like a nine to five job, you know, like you go there, you do your best, you perform and based on that performance, like, you know, your work is completely not. And of course there are some situations where, you know, people aren't appreciated for your work, but with content, like you could spend all day putting your like blood, sweat and tears into a video that you were really passionate about and then you post it and it gets two views and then what, right? Like you're not making any money off that. So it can be really defeating and really difficult to kind of start to really difficult to understand that and like work with that because I know a lot of people can get really sucked into the whole numbers thing and I've done it too. It's really, really easy to get sucked into and really, really hard to get sucked out of. But the next thing I would say is like, if you're having a bad day, like you can go to your office office like you know do your work and obviously like every job differs some people might have more social jobs and stuff but for me like if I have an ad due that day and I'm in a bad mood like I gotta put on a good smile and a good like mood for the ad because people can see right through when you're like not feeling great and obviously brands want you know like a happy cheerful video so you kind of have to put that on and I will say like always being on the camera is exhausting 
So that's like one comparison I want to make too. Now, there are some other things that, you know, people don't necessarily think about when they think about content creating. And I want to get into this first before I talk about some of like the more easy things. Um, So first thing is you never really get like a full break from it. The reason is, is because a lot of us content creators, you know, we post our lives on the internet and that's what gets us engagement. So think of it this way, like every morning when I was getting ready for work, instead of just sitting down, doing my skincare, doing my makeup, in the back of my mind, it's like, I should be filming this. I should be filming this. And then if I didn't film it that morning, like a get ready with me or a review or trying a new product, then I was like, man, like I should have filmed that. And I felt like I wasn't doing my job. And if I, you know, maybe did film that video or whatever, like my account would have done better or whatever. Like it's a very consuming and tiring headspace to be in because you're constantly thinking like, I should have had my camera out. Um, I should have been filming this. Oh, I could have made content out of this. And that is very draining. Like, for example, I was just in Europe and yes, I enjoyed so much my time with my family. But, you know, when I was at the beach or at a really cool restaurant or at a view or getting ready at night, like I was constantly thinking, what content can I make out of this? And that is really exhausting because you can't just like go out to dinner, um, get ready, you know, like think of like all the times that your favorite part of the night is like getting ready, you know? And although my favorite part of the night is also getting ready, like some days I don't want to film. But then I feel pressure to film because like one, you know, I should be trying out this new product on camera. Um, Second though is with my schedule, I don't have the time to like just get ready on my own and then film another video later for content. Like the way my day was set out when I was working at this job and similarly when I'm in school is like, I wake up in the morning around like 5.45, 6. I'm gonna get ready, do my makeup. I'm gonna film that process. Then I'm gonna go to work or school. And while I'm going to work or school, I'm gonna edit that content so that I can post like during my lunch break, for example. And then when I get home in the evening, then I can film like more content if needed. But that was like my typical day. So I always felt this pressure that I had to film whatever I was doing um, because you don't wanna miss it for the possibility of content and all that. So that is very consuming and very draining when you're constantly in that mindset because you're never able to just like put work away and stop thinking about it. Um, Now, of course, there were times where I thought about like my engineering job outside of work hours, but it wasn't to the same degree as it was with my content. It like it purely wasn't because when you and I've talked about this a lot, but when you have something that you have built from the ground up, that's like your baby that you have been able to turn like a passion hobby project into a career you will not do anything except put your blood sweat and tears at all moments into that business like everything you think about is for your business so that's very much how I felt and I wasn't able to feel that same amount of connection to my nine-to-five job now I did it I'm a very dedicated worker I am someone who will always you know go above and beyond whatever job I'm working at so I still made sure to do that at this engineering job I'm just talking like on an emotional connection like you're way more connected to something that's your own and your own business than you know working in like a large corporation where you're like just a number I hate using that term but like there was like thousands of employees at this company I was working with but I'm getting a little off track here. Um, So that's like one thing, it never shuts off. 
The next thing I want to talk about is the mental aspect. Now, I will say, you know, working an engineering job, like, yeah, it was harder. There were technical skills required. There were things that I had to pick up really fast. Um, and there were deadlines to be made. And the biggest thing was like, we are working with people's real lives here. Like, at the end of the day, if I don't post a TikTok that day, like, the world is not going to blow up. Um, people aren't going to put in an Amber Alert for me. Like, they're not going to call the police. Like, people aren't going to, like, call the police to, like, report a missing person. Like, the world is fine if I don't post a TikTok that day. It's just more, like, mental, like, you know, because I feel like I should be posting. Or, of course, if I have a contract, that's, that's different. But I'm talking just, like, more in a general sense. Whereas, like, at work, like, if you mess up something, like, there are consequences to it. There are people's lives and safety that go into this, especially, like, at the job I was working. So, there's definitely that pressure to keep up that, you know, high performance. And that is definitely stressful. That is for sure stressful. So, that was, like, another difference. But the thing is, with content creating is it's mentally challenging um, in the way that, you know, of course, engineering is mentally challenging. Like um, school made me cry far too many times. You know, engineering is a very like tough degree. They put you through the ringer. There's a lot of weeding out process. We were talking, I was talking to my friends about this today because we started the program with like 800 kids and I think we're down to like 500. So they weed out a lot of people based on grades. So it's a very rigorous and intense program, but Content creating is mentally challenging in like a different way where you are putting yourself out to the world and it takes a very like specific type of person to be able to handle that many eyes on you. And I think the thing is like we're not built as human beings to have you know, fandom. We're not built as human beings to have like celebrity status and a following have this many eyes on us. And social media has been able to uncover this whole new layer where, you know, you can have hundreds of thousands, millions of people watching you. And as a content creator, you know, that can definitely be hard sometimes, especially when you are getting criticism, you are getting hate, you are getting a lot of opinions built on you that, you know, are from people who have never met you and actually don't know anything about your life but have built up a judgment on you based on like a 30 second video so that takes a very strong mind to be able to do content creation and this is where I see a lot of creators newer creators at least who you know can't withstand that pressure or feel like it is way too draining mentally because it is and that's why it's not for everyone um and I think even some people who are content creators in the space I still don't think it's necessarily for them because it is a lot like you need to be able to be very mentally strong and really know how to um take people's opinions in as a content creator because you cannot take everyone's opinions you'll never please everybody and that's a very like hard thing to get to I think also there's such a big like comparison game and you constantly feel like you're not doing enough you constantly see the person with you know a hundred thousand subscribers more than you or a hundred thousand followers more than you and you it's just this like ladder game where you just want to get to the next step and it's really easy to compare yourself and feel like you're not successful enough or you're not doing enough or maybe if you just did your content this way or this way but like you have to keep a strong mind and know that like the content you're doing is out of passion and you have to keep following your passion and doing things right by you to really get anywhere and stop letting the numbers literally eat you alive because it can be so defeating when you post a video and it gets zero views that you've worked so hard on and then you post a video that like literally took you two seconds to make and it goes viral like that is so frustrating but you have to just stay very neutral with your reactions whether a video does like phenomenally well in terms of views 
or not and just realize the impact you're having on your community because that is really the true like job of an influencer you know it's not about getting a viral video each time so that can be very mentally challenging I would say and that's one of the things that I you know have definitely struggled with I'm definitely a lot better at it now I don't get really caught up in views that much or like hate comments like I always laugh at hate comments I'll use them to reply to a video and get myself like like a video that gets even more views because like it is so funny how people can make so many judgments on me and they do not know me at all so yeah I literally don't give a shit about what people have to say about me online I made a whole podcast episode about how to actually handle negative external opinions and how to handle them in a positive way and turn them towards your own benefit so go check out that episode um it's actually one of my favorites that I filmed but uh, yeah, th like that was a long rant, but that was the gist of it that like content creating can be very mentally challenging for those reasons that you have so many eyes on you. And I don't think it's like a natural human thing to like be able to handle that many eyes. Um, and it definitely takes some strong, like tough skin. But since I started content creating at 13 years old, I think I kind of grew up with that and I created some tough skin to like online comments. Like those do not bother me at all. In-person comments, yeah, they can, they can, they can sting, but online comments, like they don't really bother me. And um, I've been able to like kind of build up that thick skin in that regard. And if you haven't been able to do that, I definitely see why someone could find it difficult. And the next thing I kind of touched on this earlier, but like you never really log off. Like think about how you maybe like if you're not a content creator and you go to your nine to five job, when you get home in the evening, what are you most likely doing? Like if you're going to relax, like you're going to put on a show on Netflix, you're going to go for a walk, um, listen to a podcast, maybe scroll on TikTok for a couple hours. Like when I'm scrolling on TikTok, all I can think about is like, oh, I should use the sound for a video. Oh, I should do a video like this. Wait, wait, I just got another idea. Let me write it down. Like it doesn't really stop. And um, again, that comparison can kind of kick in and then you check your own profile and your own videos and like refresh the page to see how the views are doing, you know? So it's very like it consumes your whole life, you know, content creating becomes your life in a way. And it's very hard to like fully take a break from it. That's why I try now, like when I'm out with friends and family, unless I have like a video to post at an exact hour like I'll put my phone down and I won't reach for it because that way I can really disconnect from my phone and social media or else like otherwise I would literally go insane and that was kind of the nice part about having a nine-to-five job too is like while I was at work I couldn't make content like I physically could not make content because I was in an office I was working I was clocked in um, and I was focused on my job so then I wasn't thinking too much about my content, which was kind of like nice in a way. I was able to I was able to compartmentalize really well and I would think about this job, put in my effort there, and then once my nine to five job ended, then I could switch my mind over to being a content creator and, you know, feel my uh, creative side. And I was kind of living like this Hannah Montana lifestyle of being an engineer by day, content creator by night, and especially when I'd go on brand trips and stuff, like the office was always like, oh my gosh, how was this trip, blah, blah, blah. And, that's actually what I want to get into with this next topic, kind of mini topic in this podcast is influencers, content creators. We get a lot of like really cool benefits. And this is what I want to say, like to anyone who complains as a content creator about their job, I would really, really try to rethink about what you're complaining about. And if you, content creating is something that like drains you that much, like really think, is this for me? I know I met this girl once and her manager told me that her she has to really like drag this content creator out of bed to film videos and that really stuck with me because I was like I film videos because I love it and you like I wake up excited to film you know and if you get to the point where like 
you are literally having to be dragged out of bed to film a video. Like how passionate about it can you be? You know, so that like really stuck with me. And with, you know, when you start content creating for a passion, like I did back in 2014, when many people weren't being paid for this, the fact that I was able to turn into a job and make some money off it, like blew my mind and just made it like that much more exciting. But like my love for it never became like less or more just because I was getting paid or not. And like, there's a lot of amazing perks that come with being an influencer. First off, PR, like, come on that is the most insane part like every time i get a package i am like mind blown that the fact that like that is just part of my job you know brand trips events those are so so cool and i i will never stop being grateful for experiences like that because it's not like it's not normal, you know, like the day-to-day -day person doesn't just get to go on a full paid like vacation, right? But the one thing that bothers me a little bit when I talk about brand trips with people who aren't content creators is the fact that, you know, they'll say like, oh, and like the whole trip was free, like you just got to go on that. And it's like, you know, let's say the job you work for, if they ask you to go to a different place for work, would you have to buy your plane ticket? Would you have to pay for your stay? Like, no, it would be a company expense, right? Like you would probably charge it all back to your company because they're making you do that. So that's kind of how I would kind of put that into relation. Now, obviously, are influencer trips really glamorous and all of this and this and this? Yeah, but you, there is also work that sometimes you have to do on these trips and they're very like go, 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 but they're also such a grateful experience. That's why I like cringe a little when I see influencers complain while they're on these trips and like, like, that is a whole episode in itself with some of the experiences I've had with that. But like I have seen influencers full on complain about a brand trip or the food or the hotel. And it's like, girl, like you are getting this for free. Like no one forced you to be here. You could have said no. You could have given this spot to someone else who would have been a thousand times more grateful. So that like really irks me when people do that. But like influencers who like, you know, take things a bit too far or are a little bit in their head and have let that like following get to their head a little bit or a whole nother episode but that is one thing you know I kind of wanted to point out there because sometimes people do see it as like oh my gosh like you didn't have to pay to do that and it's like at the same time like it is kind of part of the job and I think in any other job like it would be considered a work trip so it's the same thing but let's talk about like what I find funny when I hear a lot of full-time content creators complain and Again, I'm not saying content creating is easy. There is a lot that goes into it. And I think if anything, it's more mentally exhausting than anything because like all the things I talked about already, like you're always thinking about the next content you can film. You'd never really get a break from it, but there is such a privilege and luxury of being able to make money off of this because there are days where you do not have to work. Like as I explained before, there will be influencers who do not take a day off. You know, I will try to make content every single day that I can, but the thing is when you are full time, you can just, if you don't feel great that day, like, and you don't have like a brand deal or something like that, you can just take that day off and no one will ask you questions because you're self-employed. Like the only one who would be, you'd be accountable to is yourself. And if you don't want to work that day, you don't have to work that day. You know what I mean? So 
that is like a huge luxury to have if you wake up in the morning and you're like oh, i'm kind of tired today i'm gonna like sleep another hour i'll start filming at like you know 10 that is a luxury you know someone with a nine to five job cannot do that if they don't feel great that morning guess what they're waking up anyways and they're going to work because you know why they don't get to go to work they don't get paid for that day you know and there's so many sick days or vacation days that someone will have the other luxury of being a content creator and of course there's lots of remote jobs out there but like from what i've noticed when every time i travel like i can work from literally anywhere in the world a lot of the times i'll just like pre-film my podcast or pre-film my youtube video but at the same time like if i don't post that week like no one really penalizes me except Except like myself um, or maybe my followers because you guys will be like where's that new podcast episode at right but like no one cares about me that much that if I don't post a few days like the world is gonna like freak out and be like where did living you go like no one cares about me that much you know so that is something that I wish more people like influencers got in their head that like most people cannot do that of just like taking the day off starting that day later the next thing that pisses me off is when I see these influencers to-do lists for the day and they're like such a busy day today and they have like grocery shopping, um, getting nails done, facial, filming a video, unboxing PR, like those are, yeah, those are things you have to do. Those are, you know, make your day busy, but like that is not work, you know, getting your nails done, that is leisure time. That is something that you get to enjoy yourself. That is a luxury that you can even have the money to afford getting your nails done every two weeks. You know what I mean? Grocery shopping, guess what? Every person on this planet needs to grocery shop. Every person on this planet needs to grocery shop. So like when I was working full-time as an influencer and full-time as a project engineer, guess what? Between sometime in that day, I had to go to the grocery store. I had to order food and I still had to eat and do my laundry and wash my sheets and clean the house and all of this stuff. And they'll have these things on their to-do list and be like, oh, today was such a busy day. Like I took the whole day resetting. Like everyone has to do that, you know, not just like that is not part of your job. It's a luxury that you get to schedule that into your working hours and then you can have more free time, but that is not part of your job. Um, and I think a lot of people who maybe haven't worked a nine to five job and just went like straight out of high school or whatever and became an influencer, they don't see that. And that's why I think it's so important for influencers to have worked a nine to five job, even if it's in retail, you know, like knowing that you're being restricted by like time and have like a shift that puts into perspective how privileged you are to work as a content creator. Now, was it hard work to get to where you are? Absolutely. Is content creating difficult? Yes, because it's hard to stay relevant. It's hard to, you know, live this out for longer than like a couple years where you're like virality dies off. Like it is hard to stay relevant and always be on top of trends and always, you know, um, make sure that you have the best quality content and that you're posting fast enough and posting at the right times. Like, yes, it is difficult. But there is so much that is so much of like a privilege and a blessing to have. Like the fact that people can do this as their full-time job is a blessing. I am every day blessed for the opportunities I've had, blessed that I can make an income out of this, and blessed that I can call my hobby my full-time job. Like that is insane and I'm so grateful for it. Don't get me twisted. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying that, you know anyone could do it because you can't. That's the thing that will get me irritated with people who do call influencing easy and be like, oh, film a 15 second video on TikTok, like I can do that. Okay, then do it. 
You know, like if you're saying you can do it, do it, but it's hard to build a following. It's hard to be that consistent. People always ask me like, how do you become a content creator? Like what, what are some tips and tricks? Like do it for nine years straight and then we can chat about like how to get brand deals and start getting paid because I didn't get start getting paid like legit money as an influencer until maybe like five six years into doing it so like it takes time and consistency the same way as you like go to university and pursue a degree for five years four years and then go get a job like it takes time to start making money because you need to build experience and stuff now do some people make money right away yeah of course but like not everyone and you need to be willing to put in the work and I put in that work and like now I'm at a place where I'm so grateful for the opportunities the partnerships the income that I can have off this job but I, I don't go, I don't let a day go by where I don't reality check myself and realize that this could all be gone tomorrow. This is a privilege of a job to have. And I do not necessarily like deserve this. Like the world doesn't owe me to be a content creator. You know, I've put in the work, I have this, but like it could realistically be gone tomorrow. I know I got a little off track there. I got a little heated. I think I need to make an episode on like, you know, certain things that, why I think influencers should also experience having regular jobs and why I think it's important, not just from like a mental space and, you know, kind of reality checking yourself, but also from like a financial space and having stability in your life and um, just having more of a routine. I think that's definitely important. And the thing is like, I went into school today feeling very upset because I'm like, I just wish I didn't have this anchoring me down right now. I wish I was done school and that I could focus fully on my career. I could work as a content creator full time. I could work on my brand that's launching this month. You know, I can work on my other businesses I'm trying to launch. Like, that's all I wanted. But I realize sometimes, you know, that the universe puts you in certain situations and through certain experiences for a reason. And if I'm supposed to be at the stage of my life where I have, you know, my career as a content creator going really well, but also where I'm still pursuing engineering, maybe this is just the journey I have to take and I have to be grateful for that. And I'm grateful enough that I am in school and able to pursue this degree and also you know, work as a content creator, like not many people get to say that they've had these experiences by 21. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for, you know, being able to be financially free and independent, but also still be in school. It's, it's very, very, I'm very grateful for it. And I think this was the podcast episode I need to film today to make myself feel better about starting school again but I will never sit here and say it's easy and I'll never you know let anyone discredit me for my work or say like oh she's got it easy she's a content creator because like I started this nine years ago I started this in 2014 on YouTube like I have put in my blood sweat and tears into that YouTube channel and I will continue working on it because I love it and um I don't think that I have just been handed this career I think I've really put in the work um but I'm also also still pursuing you know a more traditional path because I do see the importance in it and I mean at the end of the day I still love engineering and I still have a passion for of course it's like not makeup and skincare which I like or truly love but um it's also given me the opportunity to work more in the research and development side to be able to develop my own skincare line you know which more information to come so I'm grateful that I've had that inclination towards math science physics chem like all of that I think it's you know made me more of a well-rounded person and allowed me to 
view things from very different perspectives. And in terms of working this nine to five job this past year, I was really able to see both sides of things and see why people get frustrated at influencers for, you know, complaining about their jobs all the time. Because like, what are you complaining about? But at the same time, like I understand when people complain about certain things, like I can sympathize for both sides. But I will never, you know, sit around and let someone, you know, speak about or complain about being in a position that they should be grateful for. You know, even with a regular job, like you don't like it, find something else that you like. If you hate your nine to five job, find something else that you like. And if you have this job right now for money, that's fine. I'm not saying quit on the spot, but like use your free time to build something that you love and that's something that really frustrated me when I was working at this nine-to-five job because I would hear people say like that's so cool that you're able to live out your dreams and you're so dedicated to your work like I wish I could do something like that and it's like if you wish you could do something like that go do it you know like you have probably 30 hours a week that you are not working and you are not sleeping like even if you take one hour a day towards something you love and you build up a side hustle or a business do it you know what I mean like you have to be willing to sacrifice that and I made a whole episode on you know how I get annoyed when people say like they're too busy like and I did a whole episode on how you can maximize your productivity so go check that out if you want more on that topic but the same thing like when you know, influencers tell me, oh, like, how are you doing school and this and this and this? Like, you have to commit to it. And if that's something you really want to do, you're going to do it. So I think, like, if you're an influencer and you're just, like, constantly feeling drained by this job, yes, it's super cool. It's what everyone wants to be right now. But, like, maybe it's just not for you if it's really draining you that much. That's just my opinion. I don't think everyone's going to agree with it or like it, but that is my opinion. Kind of to conclude this podcast, yeah, I think both jobs can be difficult like I said in the start you know whether you work a nine-to-five you're an entrepreneur you're a content creator you're self-employed you are you're a student you're you know jobless like I think every situation is hard it just depends how you go towards it and how you handle certain things how you handle different types of stress um whether you know having a following and having that many eyes on you or feeling you can never step away from work that might be stressful to a lot of people you know and that might be too stressful for a lot of people whereas you know having a nine-to-five job where you have to clock into every day like that would also be stressful to someone so like it's very um it's very different I think both sides but to end this off like I do think influencers have a lot of um perks the fact that they can you know work when they want um kind of schedule their day around their content like no one's holding them accountable to that you can kind of work from anywhere um but then of course there is that constant pressure um on you by whether it's your fans or yourself or the pressure that you're not doing enough uh the financial pressure you know let, let let's be real like finances cause so much stress to people um and not having something that's stable is very very stressful and also knowing that like this may not last forever right I think that's a very realistic way to look at it and it's very important to kind of keep that in the back of your mind um because if you think like oh like this is awesome I'm like you know on top of the world as an influencer this is I'm gonna ride this out till like the end it's like maybe but like 
what if people don't care about you in a year, right? So like you have to be constantly thinking about what you're doing next. And that's why I think like I'm still pursuing this career as an engineer. One, because I, I'm committed to the, getting my degrees. Um, I want to do this. This is one of my goals, but maybe I need to do a full episode on that and dive more into why I'm kind of taking these two different paths. Give you guys more an insight there. But this was such a like good rant for me. I feel like I need to get a lot of this off my chest. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed and thank you for getting loud with me in this episode of Loud Talk with Lavi. This was kind of a different topic for me. Um, usually I steer more towards, you know, like the um, beauty standards and self-love and positivity. But um, I think this was an important topic for me to address, especially because I've had both experiences and I really wanted to share my thoughts with you. But thank you so much for watching this episode of Loud Talk with Lavi. If you're watching on YouTube, hi, I hope you're doing amazing. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or any other streaming service, go check out the video version on YouTube because we film it for you. You can see my face. I can feel like I'm actually speaking to you. You know what I mean? And um, go let me know in the YouTube comments what you want to see next on Loud Talk with Lavi. Let me know what guests you want to see, all of that. And uh, make sure to give this video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube and rate it five stars on Apple or Spotify. But I love you guys all so, so much. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Loud Talk. Remember, tell yourself something you love about your skin today and you'll hear from me in the next episode. Bye.